Explain the difference between mantra with and atma with. 
says Narada says, Mantra Vedeva Hamasmi. I only know the mantra, which Bhaskar explained as Shabdartha Matra Vijnanavan. I know the meaning of the words of the Vedas, that I know. The second meaning was Karma Vid Evasmi. I, all I know is that the Vedas reveal karma. So this is what I have taken from the Vedas. And that is that Vedas reveal karma. Therefore, karma with eva hamasmi, I am the knower of karma rituals. <coughs> so the question is, since mantras, so how do you say Atma vi mantrahi prakashade? Yatadadreshyam, agrahyam, agotram, avaranam, achakshusrotram, divyo, hai, purushaha. So these mantras reveal Atma. How do you say that? When Sayyid Narada is the knower of mantra, he is not the knower of Atma. How can it be? Because mantras reveal the Atma. Or mantras are the only means we have to know the Atma. Sasna Abhidana Abhidevedasya Vikarektvar. What is meant by knowing the mantra is knowing the grammatical or word meaning of the mantras where the meaning is abhideya and the word is abhidhanam abhidhanam and abhideya that's normally how we know the word and the meaning that's how we know so that's all that's one way of knowing knowing the word and the meaning but bhedasya vikaritva in the normal circumstances the Abhideya, the meaning is different from the word. So word and meaning, therefore. So that in most Bheda, the duality, Vikaritva, wherever duality is, there is Vikara. That's a Vikara, Atma is Atma cannot be a Vikara. Abhideya, the Bheda also is Vikara. Abhideya, the meaning also represents something which is vikari or changing and atma cannot be a changing entity. No, no, atma be atma shabda hi abhidhyate, atma shabda na. But then atma evadastat. So then the Shruti herself says, atma, Shruti uses the word atma. <coughs> so mantra itself means atma. So there are mantras, atma evadastat, Atma Purastat, Atma Paschat. So, these mantras in fact revealed the Atma by the word Atma. So, no, Yato Vatsuni Vartante. They cannot. Bhashyakara says, from what the Sudhi says, that any word, whatever that word is, including the word Atma, Nivartante. They return back from Atma, from the real and the real truth, without reaching, meaning that the words cannot reveal the Atma as a meaning. Yatra nanyat pashyati nanya shunodi. In knowledge of Atma, there is no duality, whatever, including the duality of the Abhidhana, Abhidhaya. Even the duality of a word 
and meaning also cannot be in the knowledge of the Atma. Kasantari Atmeva Dasta Sa Atma Tattvasi Ityadi Shabdaha Katham Atmanam Pratyayanti. The only means we would know of knowing the Atma is this passages of Upanishad, statements of Upanishad. Such as Atma Evadhastat, Atma alone is below, Atma alone is above. And Satma Tatvamasi, that is Atma which is the Jagat Karanam, Sat Ekameva Dvijam, and that you are. <coughs> so if according to you the word Atma also cannot reveal Atma, the truth that Atma is, then the only way that even Upanishads also communicate Atma with towards us, with us is by using these expressions which involve Atma. So then how do these words, Satma, Tattvamasi, how do these words convey the nature of Atma, the truth that Atma is? See how slowly Vashyakara is leading to the, from Vachyartha, to Lakshav as we understand. Nesha Doshah Devati Pratyagatmani Vedvishay Rivjimana Shaddah The word Atma is normally used to indicate the self as identified with the body-mind complex. That is the commonly understood meaning of the word Atma or I. So, Shvetaketu takes himself to be the son of Uddhalaka. So and so. So, that is the Dehavati Pratyagatmani Bhedavishaya Prayudjimana. But Atma also is used involving that which admits of Bheda or the duality. But Atma is an individual entity qualified by being possessed of a body-mind complex. So this is what the Vachyartha, the little meaning of the word Atma is. So that is what Sage Narada understands. But Dehadinam Atmatve Pratyakshayamai So then, from my understanding of Atma or what, who I am, when that understanding is subjected to investigation, to deliberation, that you are Satyam, you are Atma, when I am told. So what does the Shruti mean by the word you? When I try to understand with the help of the teacher what is the true meaning of you or I, then Dehadinam Atmatve Pratyakshayamane. I realize that in my understanding of I, even the body also is included, the sense organs also are included, the mind also is included, where these are all drushya, these are all the objects of knowledge, they are objectified, therefore jada, therefore anatma, not the self. Atma is drashta, the subject, these are all objects. Idam shariram kaundya kshitramiti abhiriyate 
एतद्यो वेदितम प्राहु क्षेत्र so शरीर means the whole complex of gross, subtle, causal bodies is drishya. The one knows the drishta in atma. So pratyakshayama therefore you let go meaning let go of your identification from what is drishya, what is discovered as anatma. So this very upadesha that you are satyam, you are atma. So when then I investigate into the meaning of the word Atma, the Tikakara said, Atma Titi Atma, that which is all pervasive, which is what the Shruti says, Atma Vajastat, what is below is Atma, what is behind is Atma, what is in front is Atma, on the right, on the left, above. Meaning that Shruti reveals Atma as all pervasive, is everywhere all pervasive. Then when I take that, that is the lakshana or the characteristics of Atma which is all pervasive. When I compare that teaching with my understanding of Atma, I realize that I look over myself as an entity which is confined to this body. Meaning that the Atma as I understand myself to be is not all pervasive. It does not conform to what the Shruti says. And so this body, which are all limited, not all pervasive, cannot be Atma. So that way, Atmatve, the Atmatve Pratyakshayamane. So what I so far thought to be Atma, when I realize that it is not Atma, then if I am capable of giving up my sense of identification in that, if process is as simple as that. So for a person who is ready, he says, no, this is not Atma, okay. I let go, meaning that I give up my identification with the body, sense organs, mind, when I realize that they are not Atma, they do not conform to this definition of Atma. As Indra says, Naham Bhogyam Pashyami, Yatma Apahatapapma, and Vijaraha Vimrutyu. So, the characteristics of Lakshana of the Atma given by Prajapati is it is devoid of all sins, devoid of old age, decrepitude, death. My understanding of Atma does not conform with that, so this is not right. So, when Shruti says that Atma is above and below and all pervasive, then when I compare that with my understanding, I realize that Hey, the way I understand myself is not right. Pratyakshayamane yet parishistam. So whatever can we let go, yet parishistam sat avachyam, which is not the word meaning now. What remains is not the word meaning of the word Atma. But because Atma is, because there is myself, because there is self-shining, self-revealing, therefore, Avachyamapi, even though there is not the immediate meaning of the word Atma, and still Pratyayati. So that is the Pratyaya, that is how the Pratyaya, the cognition of the Atma takes place because Atma is always known. Except that Anatma is lumped with Atma. 
So it is not that we have to know an unknown Atma. Atma can never be unknown, thank God. Because not only it is myself, it is Saprakasham, self-self-shining, self-revealing in the aware, always living itself as I, I, I. But along with that, this non-I also is revealing itself. And therefore, because of lack of viveka, because of the absence of or the ability to discriminate or separate the two, not realizing that the eye is shining as a subject and the body is shining as the object. So they are not really shining in the same location. Yushmat asmat pratyay gosharayoho vishay vishayinoho One is shining as vishaya, the object. Other is shining as vishayi, as a subject. Really it is not possible that they can be in the same location, they cannot be. Where the vishayi is, there vishaya cannot be. Where the subject is, there the object cannot be. Their object is, their subject is understood. Even though they say, so mutually exclusive, but no. The object does not exclude subject. The subject excludes the object, this is understood. Atma excludes anatma. Anatma does not exclude atma. Meaning that the pot does not exclude clay, the clay excludes pot. Where the pot is, the clay is therefore, pot does not exclude clay. But where the clay is, then the pot is not, and therefore, the clay excludes the pot. This relationship. Matsthani, Sarabhutani, Nachaham, Teshvastitaha. They are all in me, I am not in them. They are all superimposed upon me. I am Satyam, they are all Mithya. So that's how it is not duality in a primary sense. Yes, there is duality. Or there is the self excludes the non-self. The non-self does not exclude the self. <coughs> so in that way, when that teaching enables me to see myself as all-inclusive, at the same time transcending the Atma, includes the Anatma. At the same time, transcends the Anatma. So both ways it should be known. Known as all-pervasive as well as all-transcending. Pratyayati. This, this word Atma has a capability. When used in a proper manner, when the proper context is created, when the student is ready, to understand the true meaning, meaning that a student is ready to be able to rise above just the word meaning with the help of the teaching. <coughs> so this very statement, the Vakya, Atma Vadastat. So when the student try to understand, tries to understand the meaning of this Vakya, when things do not jive, they do not make sense, then he lets go what Atma is not. And therefore, yet parishistam sat avachyamapi. 
what remains is Sat or existence or Brahman with Avachan, which is not the immediate meaning of the word Brahman also. Pratyayati, that statement that you are Brahman, Pratyayati enables Svetaketu to see him first as Brahman, which is not the, even though not the immediate meaning of the word Brahman, and still it being the very self and self shining, Svetaketu, it enables Svetaketu to see what his true nature is. <coughs> and so Bhashakara gave an example of how when a king is approaching with his army, then king cannot be directly perceived because he's hidden behind the people around him, including friend of him. Same time, there is the, uh, the chatra, the umbrella, and the flag, and the banners, all these things are there which hide the king from the sight of this person. But from the very characteristics of the umbrella and the flag and the banner, he knows this is king, king is coming, so he knows. So from the sanketa, from the characteristics, from the distinguishing marks, so king has some distinguishing marks in form of umbrella etc. From there he knows this is king. I see the king in a way he says. Or I know the king. Or I see the king is coming. But how does the king look like? Now for me to answer that question, I have to now see the king as by eliminating what king is not. Then how he is able to see what the king is. So then even though he has a knowledge that king is there, astityavopalabdhamyaha tattvabhavena chovaya First he knows that asti. Then tattvabhavena as the king really is. <coughs> By eliminating what the king is not. <coughs> so ko rajayati rajavishesh nirupanayam so identifying the king specifically as he is, when that becomes necessary. Because how did the king look like? How was the shining on his face? What kind of earring was he wearing? How was his nose? Then he has to eliminate everything that the king is not. Itara <coughs> pratyakshane, what the king is not, when that is given up. Anyasmin meaning that one who was not formally seen because he was covered by this what is not king. Radhani Raja About the king then, now this is the king. That's how the cognition or the knowledge takes place. In short, this teaching, not just the word, but the teaching. The way the words are used by the teacher. They initiate a process of pratyakshana, meaning of giving up, of negating. Netineti. In a way, that's what the teacher says, netineti. So the student, in student, this process of letting go is initiated. As a result, the student sees himself as self-shining, 
self-revealing consciousness. <coughs> so that process not happened in case of Sage Narada. What that process, that Sage Narada doesn't know. But Bhashyakar tells us what that process is. But this much, of course, Sage Narada knows that I do not know Atma. Had I known Atma, I would not have been grieving. The fact that I am grieving means that I do not know Atma. But I can't say I don't know. I know the Vedas very well. I can recite them, I can explain them, I can give discourses on them. So I know the Vedas all and still I do not know the Atma. Both the things he knows. So there is a difference between knowing the words or statements and knowing the Atma. So Mantri Videva Asmi Na Atma Vediti. So Bhashyakara concludes saying Tasmat Suham Mantravira Karvedavas Asmi. That I am Mantravit, I am the knower of the words. So both ways. I know the Vachyasa, I do not know the Lakshyasa. And secondly, my understanding of the Vedas is that the Vedas reveal karma. Meaning that even though the Vedas say that you are Brahman, that is still understood only as Arthavada. As the Mimamsakas understand that, this is merely praising this person by saying you are Brahman. Aditya Yupaha. Just as the Yupa or sacrificial post is praised and extols Aditya as sun because it is shining. And so also this person is praised as Brahman because he is about to perform this ritual and so he is praised as Brahman. Therefore these statements, even the Upanishads also were taken as Arthavada. And therefore, the overall meaning of the Veda is that Vedas are revealing karma. So, karvit evasme, that's all. That is how I understood the Tatpari of the Vedas. So, karma atramyaga pradipadyam rugadi bhi sarvayi iti maya jnatam. So, what I understand is, rugvayana dharas only reveal karma. That's how I understood that. So both ways. What is the Tatparya Veda? I understood the Tatparya Veda as karma. Secondly, what is the meaning of these words? I understood the Vachyartha and not the Lakshyartha. Both ways. <coughs> Going to page 300, says the Tikakar in line 16. Nanu karma bhyaya moksha samavat tataheva sokani vritti syadidi. Why not? Karma bhyaya moksha samavat. Well, karma themselves can give rise to moksha. And tataheva sokani vritti syad. Moksha means what? Atvindika dukha nivrittihi. Cessation of all the sorrow once and for all. So karma also can give rise to moksha and there was freedom from all the grief. Then anātma shochāyam iti ayuktam. Then say Narada says that I am anātma with I do not know ātma. So all right, because I do not know ātma, therefore I am grieving. That's not right. Even if you do not know ātma, 
since karma is capable of giving you moksha, <coughs> it doesn't seem right for sage Narada to say that, Sochami, that I'm grieving because karma can give rise to the freedom from shoka or grief. Idashankya karma karyam cha. So Bhashyakara says, the last line, page 299. Karma karyam cha. Sarvam vikara ide vikara gna evasme na atma vita na atma prakritisvarupa gna So karma with evahamasme, I'm only the knower of karma. Karma means ritual, or the tikakara will give a different meaning also, but first is karma means a ritual. Karma karyam che saram vikarahiti. And karma karyam, whatever is the product of karma, is karma phala. So karma karyam, what the karma produces is karma phala. Vikarah eva, and then karma phala. So whatever be the outcome of an action is always going to be limited and therefore always perishable. And therefore since karma itself is perishable, the cause is perishable, the effect will be perishable. <coughs> so what do I know? Vikaragnya evahamasmi. So when I say I know the karma, then it means that what I know is vikara. My knowledge is confined to <coughs> what is vikara or changing. <coughs> the changeless I do not know, changing I know. Now atma vita, not the knower of atma. Knew what? Atma prakriti surupagnyahiti. Had I known atma then, I would have known that which is changeless. Atma cannot be changing entity. Since what I know is all changing, that means I do not know the Atma, so that's another way of saying na Atma with. Then I am not the knower of Atma, because Atma is changeless. What I know is Karma and Karma Phala, which is all changing. Antavittu Phalam Tesham Tad Bhavatyalvamedasam That Karma is Antavit, that Phalam is always perishable. Therefore, the imperishable, which is Atma, I do not know. <coughs> so, na Atma Prakriti Swarupa Gnyaha. So, Vikara Gnyaha, I am the knower of Vikara. Not the Atma Swarupa Prakriti. Atma Prakriti Swarupa. I do not know, I am not the knower of Swarupa, the true nature of what is the essence of the Atma. <coughs> Now the Tikakara Abhinava Narayana gives a different meaning of this karma karyam. See line 17 on the page 300. Karma karyam chaiti vikaraha eva. So what is karma karyam? What is the effect of karma? Is vikara. So what karma can have two meanings. One is what? Karma means the action. Ipsitatamam karma, the vyakarana karma. So what the grammar says about karma is karma vibhakti. 
सो कर्ता कर्म करण वॉट इज कर्म दब्जेक्ट सो वन वर्ड कर्म इज एक्शन अदर कर्म इज दब्जेक्ट ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ क्रियापद सो इन सेंटेंस यू टेक दर्ब एंड आस्क डिफरेंट क्वेश्चन हुन यू गेट द कर्ता वॉट देन यू गेट कर्म एंड सो कर्मण कार्य कर्म कार्य साध्यम फलम विकार सो दिस वन मीनिंग कर्मण कार्य साध्यम फलम विकार मैया ज्ञात सर्व विकार सो कर्म कार्य मीन कर्म साध्यम वट इज इफेक्ट ऑफ कर्म इज कर्म फला विच इज चेंजिंग इन दर ऑल आई नोन सो फार इज चेंजिंग अभिकारात्मा तत्व न ज्ञात है आत्मा इज चेंज लेर आर नॉट नोन सेल्फ इन इट्स रियल नेचर विकार से विनाशित्वन तोक हेतु न तवर्तको विकार से विनाशित्वन वाट वर इज चेंजिंग इज विनाशी पैरिशेबल एंड नोइंग द पैरिशेबल कैनॉट मेक मी फ्री फ्रॉम ग्रीफ एंड सो तोक वाट एवर तोक हेतु वाट एवर इज विनाशी द पैरिशेबल इज सेल्फ कॉज इज ग्रीफ so everything perishable causes grief if you try to hold on to it of course if the perishable is known as perishable then there is no problem but if from what is perishable you expect it to give imperishable dhruvamadveshvah na prarthayante the wise people do not see gadruvam the changeless from the changing objects but If you think that the perishable karma phala will enable you to become free from grief, that will not happen. However great that karma phala is, including swarga or even brahmaloka also, in as much as brahmaloka which attain as a result of desire, that is perishable. And therefore. It cannot relieve you from grief forever. Atyendik dukhse vritti cannot be. There can be a temporary relief from dukkha when you get something which is pleasurable or enjoyable. Then you forget dukkha. The dukkha nivritti is when you get intoxicated by the material pleasure. Then you forget the dukkha. You don't become free from dukkha. It is like the deep sleep where you can get absorbed. In ignorance, and therefore you forget the dukkha, forget the perishable, forget ahankara, which is perishable. So knowing myself as perishable can never make me free from dukkha. Although something desirable can enable me to get lost. So in deep sleep, I get lost. In a moment of happiness, I get lost. I get intoxicated. so momentarily i forget myself and therefore i become free from pain or sorrow at that time as soon as the perishable comes back the pain comes back which is always waiting it is there always in the background so this is what a poor man always tries to do that's the only way person knows as to how to somehow get rid of that pain by making myself intoxicated 
so that it enables me to forget the pain. So when the day-to-day objects now are not capable of making him forget the pain, he goes for harder things, that's all. So one has to. As long as a person is dependent only upon the objects of pleasure to forget the pain, the capability of these objects or the sense pleasure being limited, slowly they will, their effect, it is the, the effect will reduce. The law of diminishing return, the capability of the same object of giving me pleasure or enabling me to forget myself will reduce. I will need more and more and more tablets are required for the same thing then. Similarly, more and more objects of pleasure are required for the same stuff. And therefore, it cannot, will not enable me to get rid of pain altogether. In fact, the time will come when they will become incapable of doing anything. Then I must go for a stronger tablet, a harder thing. I must go for pan parag, pan masala. That also doesn't work, I go for smoking, nicotine. That is also that tamaku also is nicotine, you know. So, uh, the tobacco. Then that also doesn't work, I must go for alcohol. That doesn't work, I must go for drugs, harder drugs. There also are categories. So that's how every human being is doing this. <coughs> Thank God that we do not go for those drugs and stuff like that. But then we can see how a person is chasing the pleasure. He is struggling to surround himself with one object of pleasure after the other. Which is the wrong way. The only right way is this. To only reach out for the happiness where it really is. This is only the appearance of happiness. Sukha avasaha, not the real happiness. <coughs> Therefore, vikarasaja vinashitvena tasya shukahitutvena. That vikara being perishable is itself the cause of grief. If I hang on to that to help me become free from grief. It will create itself grief because I find that doesn't work. It's more frustrating. Tablets don't work. Become more frustrating. That's how itself creates grief. <coughs> so, Acharya Padashita Nyayahi Lakshanya Eva Tatvataha Atma Jnanam Na Mukhya Vrityayati Uroktarte Manamaha Therefore, Acharya Upadarshita Nyayahi So this is Acharya comes in. The Acharya, the teacher, operates upon the intellect of the student. When there is Shraddha and when there is surrender to the teacher, then the buddhi of the teacher is now being operated upon by the teacher. So during the process of the teacher initiates a process of thinking or deliberation in the mind of the student, which enables him to let go. That Viveka is not done so far, the teaching, the teacher with the help of scripture 
creates in the, the mind of the student a condition whereby he initiates the process of viveka, discrimination, drudrusya viveka, panchakosh <coughs> viveka, also the same thing. All drudrusya viveka, avasthatra viveka, panchakosh viveka, drudrusya viveka, atmanatma viveka, nitya nitya vastu viveka. So this has to happen in the mind of the student and for that you require the help of the teacher because you cannot do it yourself. Somebody is doing it for you and the teacher does it for you. When the harmony and the tuning up between the teacher and the student is created then the teacher is able to do that. <coughs> so Acharya Upadarshada Nyayaihi so by the reasoning process that the Acharya communicates that or tells Lakshanaya Eva. So therefore there is one way of understanding the Vachyartha, one method of reasoning to understand Vachyartha, other method of reasoning to understand Lakshyartha. Meaning that when I find contradiction, in what the teacher says, you are Brahman, I find contradiction. Therefore, the normal way of reasoning, of understanding Brahman as limitless, that does not work, I am limitless, it doesn't work. Therefore, from what I understand Brahman also, something has to be given up, Bhagatyaya Lakshana, that's the reasoning. From I also, something has to be given up. From Brahman as I understand also, something has to be given up. And then I see the identity with what remains, which is the avruddhamsa, the amsa or that aspect which is not opposite to each other, not contradicted to each other. So, acharya upadarsita nyayahi lakshana eva tattvata atma jnanam. Therefore, it is by lakshana vritti that self-knowledge takes place, the mukhya vrittya, not by mukhya vritti means by the Vachyata. Iri Puroktarte Manam. That's what Bhashakara said in explaining that I am Mantravit and not Atmavit. This is what Bhashakara said. Manam. So, what is the Pramanam? What is the evidence you have or the authority you have to explain these words this way? So, Bhashakara said Mantravit means one who knows the Vachyata. Atmavit means the one who knows the Lakshyartha. That's how essentially what Bhashyakara said. On what basis do you say that? So, Manamaha, Bhashyakara gives the Pramanam, meaning the statement, which means this. That's what Bhashyakara said. So, next sentence is, or, as Anandagiri said, Shaddhartha Jnana Matrana Atmavitvam Nabhavati. Same. By Vachyartha, Atma Jnanam na bhavati. Idi Anena Acharya Padesha Janita Jnana Vadeva Atma Vittvam Idi Uktam. Meaning that when you do this yourself, it doesn't work. Only when Acharya helps you do that, then only it works. Acharya Padesha Janita Jnana Vata for the person possessed of the knowledge 
is the result of Upadesham, the Acharya. Atmitvam, then only the self, the self knowledge takes place. Iti Uttam. Same thing. Tatra Pramanam, Bhashar gives Pramanam for that. Atahe Bhashagara says, Atahe Eva Uttam Acharyavan Purusha Veda Jiti Yato Acho Nivartante Ityadishadibhyascha Atayo Uptam definitely said, since Vachyata does not work, Lakshyata alone will work, therefore it is not. What is the connection? Acharyavan Purusha Veda. One who is Acharya or teacher acquires knowledge. No, in what way is this statement? Conveying that Vachyata does not work, Lakshyata works, it's a Pramana. Meaning that the meaning that you understand by the Upadesha of Acharya, that alone will reveal the Atma and not the way you understand the word. Meaning, you understand the word in a manner which you are accustomed to by normal reasoning process, by grammatical meaning of suffix and prefix of understanding the meaning of the word, you understand that will not enable you to know the self. Whereas Acharya helps you to understand the same word, not grammatically, but then transcending the grammatical meaning, understanding what is intended to be, so Vivakshidartha, what is intended to be conveyed. Aupadeshika Jnana Vishakna Sri Kutumira Sankhyaha you say that Atma is not Jnana Vishaya, but Aupadeshika Jnana Vishaya. Alright, so Atma is not the meaning of the word Atma as I understand. But Atma becomes the meaning of the word Atma as the teacher explains that you accept, isn't it? See the question here, you say that Atma cannot be the meaning of a word. Because Veda Vishatvat, Abhidana, Abhideya. The Abhidana is the word, Abhideya is the meaning of the word, which are different from each other, and where Bheda is, there is Vikara, Atma cannot be Vikara. Therefore, Atma cannot be the meaning of the word Atma. But you say that when the teacher tells you, then same word Atma reveals to you Atma. That means still Atma becomes the object of Aupadeshika Jnana, meaning the, the word as, as uttered by the teacher, then Atma becomes the you know, meaning of that word, Atma, in that way. So Atma still remains the meaning of the word anyway. Is it not so? So Aupadeshika Jnana Vishyattvam Tarishvikritam. That means that you are accepting that Atma is Jnana Vishaya, is the object of knowledge. What knowledge? Aupadeshika Jnana Vishaya. So, Atma still becomes the object of the knowledge as communicated by the teacher. Atma still is an object. <coughs> so, before we do that, let us go to Abhinava Narayana Nandendra. 
in the line 20, Yadva, Akshiva Samana, Samadhana, Myam, Puktam, Atmana, Abhidana, Abhishetvam, Mantra, Idipadena, Aha. So let us understand this last sentence of Bhashyakara in this way. Yadva, one is Karmakaryam, where karma is action and karmakari is karma phalam and that is vikara or akshiva samadhan abhyamuktam atmana abhidhana abhishetvam so akshiva samadhan nanu means various objections are raised and bhashyakara explained as a result the conclusion was atmana abhidhana abhishetvam atma cannot be the vishaya or the object of a word. Atma can be the meaning of a word. That's what Bhashyakara conveyed. Mantravit Nipadena. So Bhashyakara said that Mantravit means that not Natu Atmavit, meaning I am the knower of mantra, but the not the knower of Atma. Meaning that what is Mantravit? One who knows the meaning as Abhidhana, Abhideya. So word and the meaning. That is what is, that is Vachyartha, is Mantravit. And Atmavit is Lakshartha. <coughs> so Tasmat, Soham Mantravidevaiti. So that's where the last sentence on the page 299 says, Tasmat, Soham Mantravit, Karavit, Evasmi. I am only knower of Mantra, knower of Karma. So now, what does that Karma mean? Says the Tika. Nanu Atma Divyo Yamurtaha Purushaityadi Mantrahi Prakashyade Ityasankya Again, just going back, if you say Mantra Vidayam, then Divyo Yamurtaha Purusha also is a Mantra. If you know that Mantra, then you know the Atma. Because that Mantra reveals Atma. Idasya Satyam Prakashyade Kindu Karma Pena Abhidetvena Prakashyade Ityasankya even that mantra also reveals Atma only as Abhideya. So even if you understand that mantra, literally, you only know the Atma as the meaning of a word. So so I know Divya Himurta Purusha. I know that statement. But how do I know that that, that statement reveals Atma? So I know Atma as a karma, as the object revealed by those words as a abhidheya, as the meaning of those words. So, mantrahi karmatve navetti. So, this one here, karma means a grammatical karma. So, mantrahi karmantravit means what? Mantrahi vetti iti mantravit. So, mantram vetti iti mantravit. One knows mantra but not atmanam. The second way of saying mantra is what? Mantrahi veti iti mantra vid. So, mantrahi karmatvena veti. One knows the atma as the karma, as the object of the mantras, as abhideya. <coughs> Tathabhi atma gnyataha. Then also you know the atma ityashankyaha. Karma karyamcha vikaraha. So, karmatvena. Kāryam Prakāsyam So word, whatever a word reveals as the object of the word whatever the word reveals as the meaning of the word is always vikāra 
So if karma, word karma is understood as action, then what karma karya means the result of the action, this karma phala, which is vikara or perishable, or where karma is understood as object, then whatever a word reveals as an object, meaning as a meaning of that word, is also vikara. So part is a word, and it reveals what? The object part. So whatever a word reveals is always going to be an object which is a vikara. So that also karma with means what? I know the atma as karma, the object of the words, and therefore I know it only as vikara. <coughs> na atma with, mukhya atma with, I am not. Then na atma prakriti sarupagnya, prakriti swabhava, vasamuru, I do not know the Vastam Rupa is the true nature of Atma. Kathantari Vastam Sarupam Janati. Then how does an aspirant know the Vastam Sarupam, the true nature of the Atma? Idhyasangya Acharyopa Darshita Nyayai Lakshanaya. It is said by Lakshanaya Janati. By Lakshanaya Vrti, the student or aspirant knows Atma. From the very same words. By the method of knowing the meaning that Acharya communicates. So in case of these Mahavakya, Acharya communicates a method of knowledge called Lakshanavutta, which involves a different kind of reasoning of Bhagatyag Lakshana, Jahal Lakshana, Jahal Lakshana, Jahadaha Lakshana. In this case, Jahadaha Jahadaha means Bhagatyag Lakshana. So Acharya communicates how do you understand the meaning? By tyaga or bhaga, giving up one aspect. So that way, acharyopadashita nyayahi lakshanaya swarupam janati. Therefore, Bhashyakara says, Acharyavan, Purushoveda, only person is Acharya, he acquires the knowledge. Mukhya vritya tat pratipadanam na. But not mukhya vritya, not as a word meaning vachyartha. Then also it is said, yato vacho nivartande ityadna. What is the connection? The, the acharyavan purusha veda, the one who is acharya, no, then this is yato vacho nivartande. So what is the connection between the two? He says, mukhya vritya natat prajipadam. So yato vacho nivartande means mukhya vritya atma nagnyataha. Then lakshanaya agnyataha. So Tikagar is Vacho Yataha Nivartante Sanatmayati Anj Nivart Vach Yato Vacho Nivartante means Vacho Yataha Nivartante. That's how it should be. The speech or the words returned from which? Sanatmayati Anj Nivartya Mukhena Lakshana Nihityartha. So what, what does it mean? That whatever the words reach, that is not Atma. Yato vacho nivartante, the words return without reaching the Atma. So wherever the words reach, whatever is the literal meaning of the word is not Atma. And so give that up. So literal meaning of Atma is body, sense organs, mind. That will be the literal meaning of Atma as I understand. That is not Atma. So give that up. Give the vachyartha. Therefore, nivritti, 
माय अतद्यावृत्यायम चकितमभिदत्ते श्रुतिरपि अतद्यावृत्याय वाट इज नॉट तत् वाट इज नॉट आत्मा व्यावृत्या माय निगेटिंग लक्षणया सो यथो वासु निवर्तंते मीन्स दैट वी सॉ इट ऑलरेडी दट आत्मा इज नॉट द वाच्यार्थ इट इज वाय लक्षणावृत्ति देन इज ऑल द टीचर एनिवर्स एक्सपीरियंट टू टू सी or anybody you know teacher to know the student to know by lakshya so you require teacher for lakshanavrut you don't require teacher for vachyartha you can also study the vedas if you know grammar and if you know all these things you can study many western scholars studied the vedas max miller and many people they studied on their own they must have taken help of the pandits from the banaras etc this you know this max miller I don't think he even visited India. I understand he did not even come to India. So he studied Sanskrit in Germany. Many other scholars came and they went to Banaras and studied Sanskrit, and they were able to. Uh, but some of them were very highly evolved souls, so they could see Lakshmi. So there were many scholars, Western scholars, who were saintly people. those who came with an agenda of proving christianity as superior would never know what the vedas would say but those who came with an open mind of understanding what the vedas say so those people had no preconceived no other there no agenda if you come with an agenda then of course there's the agenda that you will find there's no agenda then you identify the agenda of the vedas they could see they get the lakshyarth And they said there is nothing in the world which is comparable to Upanishads. <coughs> so Lakshmi Agniya and and so and then says Yadvacha Anubhidhamityadi Shudhi Adi Shabdatha Yadvacha Anubhidham Yenavat Abhyudyate Tadeva Brahmatvam Vidhi Nedam Yadhi Upna Idam Idam Tayajnyaadam. So what is known as Idam? All the karma that is not Brahma, but then that which cannot be revealed by the speech, because when the speech is revealed, <coughs> or now the Tika Kara course now, Asarivat Pashtikasthidenam, Asarivat Vade Tadivachanya, Asarivat Chayna Manyasranodi Shutvaapiyam Veena Chayevakasthida, Ittyadi Smudischa Ittyadi Adi Samdhaatha. So ityadi shruti bhya. So in adi and also smruti. Asherut pasherin. So this person sees atma as a wonder because not the vachya, the lakshya, the what is meant asherin there is that he doesn't see the atma as a vachya. He is amazed at how this world reveals atma. It's a wonder because not in ordinary sense. The word Atma or the teaching reveals Atma by enabling him to transcend the meaning of the word and sees the lakshyaartha or the transcendental meaning as a great wonder. Is it's a wonder to be able to climb from vachya to lakshyaartha is a wonder. To drop the vachyaartha, the conventional meaning, and see the lakshyaartha is a wonder. There is no linear connection between the two. Just as there is no linear connection between the snake and the rope, no linear connection between 
Some relationship is there, no doubt about that. But then, it, it somehow is able to transcend that Vachyartha and see Atma, Asirat Pashyari. Other fellow also Asirat Shrunoti. He hears and sees. Asirat Vadati. He also says, speaks as an Asirya. Shutvapiram Vedanashayamakasida. And somebody does not know Atma as a word meaning, but he knows the Atma as what the Swarupa. It is Chashamdasa. So, Siddhanagiri, so Vikaragnya Evahamasmi, Mantra Videvahamasmi is what? Vikaragnya Evahamasmi. I am the knower of mantra, meaning what? I am the knower of Vikara or change. No Atma with, I do not know Atma. <coughs> then what? All right. So, Siddhanagiri, Matari, Tava Atma Vidya Bhuditi. All right. So, suppose you don't have Atma Jnanam, Self Knowledge, let it not be. What's the problem? So you have mantra with, know the text. Do not know the Atma all night. You do not know the Atma. Kita Ashinkya, Shoga Nivritti Upayatvena, Tadapeksham Suchayati. But somehow knowing the text is not enough because Shoga Nivritti has not taken place. What I am seeking in life is cessation of sorrow. Nobody studies anything for the sake of study. Even if somebody studies an intellectual pleasure, there are also some shoka nivruti is involved. So people study. But as a, in a scholar, there is scholarly pursuit, which also gives you rasasvada. So scholarly pursuit also the text also, people get addicted to one book after the other and after the third, I have studied now, Nishkaram Siddh now, Swaraja Siddh, this, you know, things like that. So, Laghu, uh, what is it, Prasthanatri, Guru Prasthanatri, and it's wonderful, of course. But it can also become an addiction. And therefore, you can be gaining, and you can be stuck with the intellectual pleasure. Shoka Nivritti will not happen. So, that study also will enable me to get lost or intoxicated for a while. That's why people go to grammar and they just get into that. Deeper and deeper, they go to Nyaya. All of these things are very intellectually stimulating. So it is stimulating to see, wow, what Pani has done. And what the Nyayikas have done, what all these people have done, is very stimulating. And therefore, it is like seeing new places. Go to Bali and go to this place and that place and you know, you enjoy that. So, just as that gives you Rasaswada, similarly also, the study of these scriptures also gives rasaswada. But Shoganivruti does not happen. So, sage Narada, that rasaswada I have, but Shoganivruti has not happened. And therefore, something more is required. So, we do not know the Atma, but no, not knowing the Atma somehow keeps me grieving. And therefore, what I am seeking is freedom from grief, which has not happened. So that's we'll continue next time. <coughs> Om
పూర్ణమద పూర్ణమిదం పూర్ణాత్పూర్ణముదే పూర్ణమాదయ పూర్ణమేవాశిష్యదాంతిశాంతి శంకరం శంకరాచార్యం కేశవం వానరాయణం సూత్రభాష్యకృతే భగవంతరోరాత్మే మూర్తిభేద విభాగిణే వ్యోమవ్యాప్తేహాయ దక్షిణామూర్త నమ శాంతిశాంతిశాంతి హరి శ్రీ గురుభ్యో నమ హరి ఓ